Hello, welcome to Engels, an LCMS Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling, and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we're going to talk about kicking off planning for the 2025 LCMS Youth Gathering. Man, I don't know if you've heard, but there is an LCMS Youth Gathering that happens every three years and has since 1980. Yes, Right, with thousands of youth and adults giving them the opportunity to come together as a community of God's people to learn more about Jesus Christ, the Christian faith, and their Lutheran identity. Five days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we are ready for mm-hmm, that in, mm-hmm. but not for a little while. Twenty twenty five, which at this point we're recording, it's twenty twenty three. That seems very far <laughs> off, but it is dangerously close. It is. Mark, it's around the corner. We don't allow for countdowns in our office, (laughs) but I can tell we're about to, we've just kicked off 2024. We will when we release this. So we're getting ready to think about planning for the LCMS Youth Gathering. Absolutely. And we are so excited to be gearing up for New Orleans, July 19th, 23rd of 2025, where again, we'll be able to bring together the church, celebrate who we are in Christ, and to be and give thanks for all that Jesus has done for us, including enduring the cross for the forgiveness of our sins and the gift of eternal life. And that's what the focal point is of every LCMS Youth Gathering. We're excited to do that too. And just to be able to, again, bring our young people together for those days. But it's, as we say over and over again, it's more than those five days too. It's the preparation that goes into the time of building relationships with young people, seeing them grow in their faith, seeing them open up God's word, see them just continue to grow as God's people in many vocational roles and, and other things, and just to see how God has gifted them. And and certainly, you know, if you do youth ministry, there's, there's challenges along the way, but we're so thankful for your willingness to dive in and invest and love young kids and also their parents and all that walk with them. So Thank you for all you do, and we're excited to continue this moving forward because before, sooner or later, it is going to be July 2025. It'll be great. It's going to come fast. Yeah, yeah. It was good to, we've been doing, a, getting out, you know, to like district events and stuff this fall, and so just to get and see the excitement building and the theme and all that kind of stuff, it's awesome. So we're, we're ready to go. Yeah. And we know that you are just starting your planning journey. Mm-hmm. Well, some of you have been working on it for a while, but some of mm-hmm. you are just getting started. We know that so much goes into planning and to bringing a group to the gathering. And we don't we don't overlook that. We mm-hmm. want to be here to support you. There's no need to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we want to get your group to the gathering. And we're going to talk about just a few key things that we want you to know as you start that preparation for the gathering. And so the first one is you're going to start to think about who is in your group, who is going to be eligible to come to the gathering. As you are thinking about your youth now, this was kind of fun. We were at some middle school gatherings, right, this fall. And so like right now, seventh graders Ah. are eligible for the youth gathering. So the ages for the youth gathering are 14 to 19 as a young adult. If we actually can take them into the 20s, but we would recommend them do young adult volunteers that you'll hear more, right. more about. But right. 14 to 19 really is that focus time. So that, that means being 14 years old at the time of the gathering or that they're entering his or her ninth grade at the time of the gathering. So that summer of 2025. And then again, like we say, youth participants cannot be 21. We'd make that an adult leader, but we would recommend them do young adult volunteer if they want to connect with other young people. 
So right now we're like in those seventh grade right. through eleventh graders Correct. who would be eligible to come and, to the gathering. And your seniors be thinking about young adult volunteers. Absolutely. Yep. So as you're thinking about looking at your rosters, looking mm-hmm. at your list mm-hmm. from from your shepherd staff or your church three sixty <laughs> and trying to figure out who is going to be eligible to go, this is a great time for you to be thinking about that now and helping to to start planting the seed with mm-hmm. each of those young people. Mm-hmm. Alongside that, you're going to start to recruit some of your adult. Right. Leaders, which for some congregations is the recruitment part is easy because there's lots of adults that want to go and the choosing adult leaders mm-hmm. is hard. And for other churches, it's it's even that recruitment part is hard. We have specific ratios. You can look at it mm-hmm. on the website of how many adults to young people that we suggest that you have as you do that. So we know that you're going to be picking those adult leaders as well. Yeah. So it's a great time, you know, be talking to your pastor if they're able to go, you know, if you got other commission workers or staff, I mean, obviously be working through them if you're not the one listening to this right now, but then get the, again, those key adult, you know, those, those might be parents of youth um, or other adults who, again, are investing in your young people and would make adult leaders be thinking through them, praying about them, encouraging them, talking to them about it. Because there's certainly plenty of time to be doing that, but you want to be thinking about that and praying about those leaders. Yeah. And also, if you have high school youth who need some additional supports, don't leave mm-hmm. them out of that yep. intentionally, right? We do have a special needs team that can help those youth make the gap the gathering as accessible as possible for young people. Yep, and we're, we're going to be, it's one of the things, that we, we did a new registration program last year. The special needs part was one thing we really didn't get revamped. We're going to be doing that this year. Just getting hopefully better and more information to do that. And so that's everything from maybe mobility, hearing, and sight, but then also, you know, we get a lot of questions around maybe autism on the spectrum, those types of things too. And so we're going to be able to hopefully gather that as well. And it just to help network and connect to the resources that are there. Yeah, and we can certainly make accommodations that mm-hmm. might help in terms of, of the location of your hotel right. as well as helping you bring extra adults to help that young person. Lots of things our special needs team will work on mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. up until mm-hmm. the gathering and then beyond. So so please do encourage those young people, even if they have maybe a couple of, of, of needs that they might mm-hmm. need to be able to make that accessible, mm-hmm. we want to be able to help you to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to you now because we created an 18-month timeline to help you prepare for the gathering. Mark, what are some key dates you think people will need to remember off of that 18-month calendar? Yes, we are excited that part of that calendar was sent out to each congregation on a poster. So that's Ooh. one thing, kind of that first thing that came out. Hopefully, it should be in your hands by now. Functional um, or, decor. Yes, yes. Or be asking around maybe who gets the mail at the, we never know. Sometimes it does take a little longer to get to some parts of the country, but hopefully that's in people's hands. So there's some, again, a list of important days there. You can even advertise your own meeting off the poster. So it's great to be able to get that connected. One of the things I'm going to lift up is we do another event called National Lutheran Youth Workers Conference. That's the summer of 2024. July 21st to the 24th. This is a great time. This is a standalone youth ministry conference. We're going to be talking about the seven practices and how congregations are using them across the Synod. Uh, but we're also, it'll be a great time. Obviously, it's in New Orleans, so it'll be time to get familiar with the city. We'll do some special events, but then also you'll have free time to get to know the city, the downtown area, places to eat, way to get between the facilities, get familiar to New Orleans heat in July, <laughs> just so you know what that is, be a, uh, a part of that. But it's a great event to also then network with other adult leaders from across the center, but then also within your own district, maybe your own area. I love some of my favorite stories from National where people that were seated at a table from a specific area of the country, they get to know each other, get to become friends. They end up going to the gathering together, doing Bible studies together. So all these other LCMS young people got to know other LCMS young people in their area. I love to hear those stories that come out of National that happens. We also have, we have three tiers of registration for that. One is for adult leaders, 
$400, but you get a free then complimentary registration to the youth gathering. For your investment to come to New Orleans in 24, you get free registration in 25. That is transferable. And then we're also doing something kind of maybe maybe more specific than we've done in the past. We're calling it a young adult registration. A little bit less, but these would be maybe for Concordia students that are looking at church work or others too that maybe are interested in church work and want to come and be a part of the adult event workshops and that kind of thing. But then your tra- that registration will be transferable to serve as a young adult volunteer the next year. Plus there's a servant event after, have you talked about that, Juliana? And then if you want to say a little bit about the youth track, that's a part of national too. Yeah. So uh, to, to continue on to that young adult track, there is going to be an orientation YAV servant event in New Orleans directly following national. So if you could join us for that as well, it's a great opportunity to serve alongside other young adults, even if you weren't a YAV, but if you're a young adult now and want to join that, more information is going to be coming out about that soon. And then we do have a teen leadership track that's tied to our youth lead program. Those are going to be young people. We have a small number of, of spots where we're going to be able to do that. Those folks are going to be doing all of their sectionals with us. There'll be some time where they're going to be eating their meals with you and staying in the hotel, mm-hmm. but but we'll have a special track designed just for them. And it's going to be all around team leadership. So run by our executive team of young people who, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard mm-hmm. them before, mm-hmm. a fantastic group. And so we're excited about having youth lead again at National. And this is correct that if a youth comes to National, they have to come with an adult, correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 So that would be something that if you want to bring with you, but we know too. Plenty of groups, um, A, we'll say plenty of groups want to come down just as their adult leader to have some time for them to bond and yeah. do some planning. Totally get that. And then at the same time too, we do have limited space for the youth. Yeah. So that could potentially fill up just because uh, the size of rooms we have to be able to do breakout stuff. So uh, there is limited space for the youth component of that summer. Julian, tell us a little bit maybe about how we're doing regular updates via like yeah. Zoom, other ways that we've done that electronically. So one of the regular ways that we communicate with the adult leaders who are going to be coming to the gathering is that we're going to have a monthly gathering update. And this was on Facebook Live last cycle. This cycle, it's going to be on Zoom. So we're going to have you register. You're going to be on Zoom. We'll send that out to you via email just as a reminder ahead of that event. And it's going to happen in the evenings mm-hmm. nice. now so that hopefully as our, our lay leaders who, who maybe have work happening during the day, we're going to be in the evenings. It's going to be kind of a half an hour segment where we're going to hit all of the really important things we want you to know. You're going to be able to ask big group questions if that's helpful. And then we're going to hang out as a staff afterwards to be able for you to ask personal or are specific to your congregational questions mm-hmm. about the gathering. And so that's going to happen once a month. All the dates for that are going to be on the calendar that you got. And we encourage you to, to join us for that. If you can't join us for those, we're going to be recording that half an hour of all mm-hmm. that important information and putting it up on YouTube and in the Facebook group and everywhere that we can get it so that you're going to be able to listen to that. It's going to be short, sweet. It's going to give you all the information that you need to know. And you've probably heard this. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this now because we'll do podcasts based on some of these resources. Resources will be coming out. Coming out. Yeah. Already out. Yeah, some yeah, some of some them are out. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> we won't spend a lot of time on that now because yeah. we'll actually have podcasts tied to those, but just know that there's ongoing information that's coming to prepare for the event. And that's everything from Bible studies to how to's practical things that'll right. be coming out. And we'll have a lot of things that we'll talk about at National, but certainly around that time, we're going to start putting out things like our Gathering 101 in our registration mm-hmm. book. And now, Mark, we can start to get that happening this summer. When do I start actually registering for right. the Gathering? So I, I think you said a little bit earlier, like I would start thinking about maybe creating your own list a little bit, just to be thinking about that, to be kind of thinking about the pool and the people you're connecting with and, and inviting to maybe some early meetings. Congregations have those just to start to get an idea of interest so they kind of know and start maybe doing some fundraisers or conversations around that. But, you know, getting into the really focused time of it, that would be again, like a summer of late summer of 2024 type thing. So maybe as, or think about it as you're coming back from school, 
kind of that rally day, that type of stuff into September is those would be those times where we may be getting those confirmations, at least for that first date that we're going to talk about here in a minute, that you'd be getting that first time. And so our goal would really be like pretty well the registration book to be complete at national so that we are putting it out, the information there, and then really being sent out in public after national with some maybe tweaks and questions that come up from our folks at national to help us have you think, have us help us think through that. And then those will be available for starting to collect information and data entry before registration actually officially opens, as we call it. Yeah. And so you're going to be able to take the information you get from your students. You're going to be able to upload it into our registration software well in advance Mm -hmm. of the first day of opening Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. you can do that at your leisure. You'll be able to sign in, put that information in. But then when is the first day I can... I can postmark the physical things to come to the office. Right. So so that's exactly it. Like we would get into plan to have that online pro- program open by September. You can be entering your information and then our postmark date is November 1st, 2024. So you would get those the forms that are needed. That's a pastoral affirmation form. That's kind of like your little invoice if you're paying a deposit or whatever. And then basically sending that in with your payment, postmark November 1st, 2024 is kind of that official opening date. So then we do we do the postmark date because we're in the middle of the country. We want to be fair to everyone across the country that it's not yeah. about what day gets to us in St. Louis, but rather when you guys send it to us. So that's why we do a postmark date. Yeah. So that's kind of the the big kickoff date and then registration will run all the way through the spring of, of 2025. So check your calendar for more details on that. Yeah. And I think about, I meant, you mentioned it that way too. Like I would, I'd maybe get the mindset too, potentially with the busyness of youth and families life of new families joining your church, right. whatever it might be. I'd recommend maybe having like three check-in dates for registration. So our big thing is Get stuff in by November 1 to get your name in the database. And that will, sometimes we will have things where like you get priority for like say either housing or maybe special events like servant events and things like that. That's where that November 1st day is important. And that will kind of slot people by that if they get that in. If you think like, hey, I might have five more people I'm going to bring after that November 1st date. That's okay. You can add them later. Get your stuff in for November 1st. That slots you into that order. We're going to let you add those other five. Like I would probably have a check-in date on maybe right away beginning early January 2025. Maybe some more people have added or made that decision. Things have cleared up with their schedule. And then I would wait again to the price changes then in March that I would do a last-minute addition before that happens. And then again, you can conceal to add late people into April and May as well. Because you're going to have some families who are going to want to jump on that. They're going to be able to register, mark it on their calendars. They're going to be in a year or more in advance. And you're going to have some that are going to need to wait for other pieces of their calendar to fall into place. And and we don't want those young people to get left behind, right? Mm -hmm. We want, like, as many people to come and join us as we possibly Mm -hmm. can. Another group of people that you might be looking to identify in your congregation would be to be volunteers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have three different kinds of volunteers who can come and help us out at the gathering outside of uh, you know, adult leaders who are supporting their congregational group. Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit more about the ambassadors. Yeah, so ambassadors are a key, key volunteer group. If you're familiar with the youth gathering, uh, these are one who historically we're called community life builders uh usually wore yellow they wore blue in 2022 we are bringing yellow back so that will be their color in 2025 ages 26 and above that application hopefully as you're listening to this is open and that will be opening here in december or very early january to get that open so that will be on our registration program but i'll be on application first so usually we you know have a couple hundred serve there is a registration fee for ambassadors but then we cover their travel so basically they're giving us funds that we then cover their travel with that. So there is a registration fee of $400 for those volunteers, but they are so amazing, uh, serving so many parts of the gathering programmatically behind the scenes, just provide another level of hospitality and support and safety for participants that attend, that they're really a blessing for our event. 
They're huge. They're huge. We're so grateful for them. We also have young adult volunteers. So those are our volunteers who are 19 to 25. Their application is going to open the summer of 2024, and it will run through the end of the calendar year there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love our YAVs. They're in orange. They are exciting. And again, they do so many different things at the gathering to help make that. And we really work to help make them into a community and a support system and a place where they can experience the gathering and grow. So if you had young people who came to the 2020 right. Youth Gathering mm-hmm. and loved it, uh, we want you to encourage them to think about being YAV. Absolutely. That, again, is a, just a great group of young adults that we love to have and just bring such energy and just another level to our events. So we're so thankful for them. Yeah. And then finally, we have Team Flex. Yes. Flex as in flexible. So this is those who maybe say, I can't make five days of the gathering plus two days of training to, you know, I cannot get the vacation time or whatever it is. And so that they can't, maybe can't make that commitment or uh, there might be other reasons. Maybe these might be people who find out about the gathering six months out and they've already missed the application time, but they still want to be a part of it. This is 18 and older, can be local. So they might be local to New Orleans or the Southern District, but then also can be from across the country. No fee for this to, to serve, but then there's nothing covered. So like with Yavs, we cover their housing, some meals, that type of stuff. Nothing's covered, but they're able to come and serve during the event be able to participate and be a part of it. So again, this is a program we've continued to develop over the last two gatherings, especially, and it's been great for like, think if you're in your congregation, you got adult leaders who have maybe served for a couple of gatherings. They still want to participate and be a part of it, but they're maybe letting someone else come into that role of being an adult leader to connect with the young people. This is something they could potentially do. Um, again, get to connect with your group here and there, but yet nonetheless, mainly there to serve the gathering and the larger yeah. piece of it. So just something to be thinking about. If you've got some adults who are looking maybe for some service that they want to do and they want to serve young people, here's an avenue for them to be able to do that. Yeah, we uh, love all of our volunteers. They yeah. do amazing things. And, and the cities that we go to and oh, the people that experience them yeah. are just yeah. always impressed and we're incredibly grateful yeah. for that. And I should say that application will be spring of 2025. So after the calendar turns to 2025, that will be available. Then we'll, because we'll know a little bit more about what our needs will be. So we've identified youth participants, adult leaders, mm-hmm. potentially volunteers coming from your congregation. And we think, oh, that's all. But no, we really want you to get your entire congregation and the youth's parents and family all involved in gathering planning. Right. So getting a group to the gathering is a team effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start sharing about the gathering early and encourage adults in your congregation to do things like praying for the young yep. people of your congregation to help contact your pastor and other key leaders to help you do things like as a part of the planning process, things like fundraising or encouragement or ways that you can connect that to other things that are happening in your youth ministry and beyond in your congregation. And and if they don't know about the gathering, it can be helpful to maybe talk about some of those key terms or what to expect. I know we got a great document that has. We do. If you, if this is your first gathering, one of the great places for you to start is if you go to the adult leader resources on the website, we have a gathering key terms that are, so if you're like, I don't even know what that word means, or Mm -hmm, you forget mm -hmm. what an ambassador is, Mm -hmm, we've mm -hmm. got it all defined there for you. Absolutely. And that can, you know, can explain things too about a little bit of the programmatic stuff just to what to expect, maybe some of those options that are around there around certain events and things, but then also just as we get more familiar with New Orleans and just the process too. So it helps you with that and lets the gathering and your, sorry, lets your congregation be more familiar with what's happening with the youth gathering. Right. So helping them to know that the gathering is more than maybe just the mass events right. that they can stream, right. but that there's Bible studies, that there's the interactive center, that there's sermon events and sessions and mass events and worship and community group time. And it helps you to communicate all the different plethora of act- activities mm-hmm. and programming and interactions that your young people are going to have as a part of the gathering. 
and and all that goes into it too is again remember all that investment and stuff that goes on more than the five days and just all those ways that again the congregation gets to support their young people throughout that whole process and afterwards as well and so it's just a, a beautiful way in which the people of god come and support young people yeah we recognize that as much as we love the gathering and we hope other people <laughs> love their experience at the gathering that it is just one small right. part of what happens in the congregational and youth ministry life of your yeah, church yeah. right that that you are with your young people every week, you're with them in worship, you're with them in Bible study, and that those things are incredibly important. And so that's why we talk about how we want to help you both in the preparation and in the post events. You're going to hear from us a lot about the gathering, partly because we want it to be one amazing part of what is already a healthy and vibrant youth ministry. The other three years Mm -hmm. (laughs) of of our Mm -hmm. cycle. We are going to have more information and more resources on how to connect your congregation and your parents to support your gathering experience as we go closer Mm -hmm. to national Mm -hmm. uh, and afterwards. So be sure to look for uh, adult resources on that as we go along. Mm So what's a little information there, Juliana, about maybe fundraising budget? That's already, there's a, I love it. There's a, there's a download. It's Mark's favorite resource because it's a spreadsheet. downloadable spreadsheet. There's a downloadable spreadsheet, right? So excited. Where you can sort of input your numbers and the pieces of your travel and all of that to help you to better to budget. We know that most congregations have to do some level of fundraising Mm -hmm. in order to get to the gathering. And we, we're so thankful for the fundraising efforts that you guys go to to get to the gathering so you can look at that budget sheet that can help you kind of get an estimate of of how much this is going to cost you probably one of the numbers that you're going to need there is going to be the registration amount Mm -hmm. Uh, so for groups that register with that postmark of november 1st 2024 the gathering registration fee is going to be 395 dollars no inflation from 2022 i know that's the same (laughs) amount you paid in 2022 first time we've done that yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if your postmark is following November 1st, right, the gathering mm-hmm. registration fee is going to be $425 mm-hmm. per participant. And that fee covers all the gathering programming, our administrative costs, the secondary insurance, and then it does not cover, and you'll see this in the Excel sheet, mm-hmm. uh, there's a space for your hotel, space for travel, meal costs. Those are not included in the registration fee, but there's a space for you to kind of calculate all of that out. And then after March 3rd of 20. 25 participants, the registration will be $450. So that's a big part of your registration. But there's lots of different pieces that go into your budget. You can look at that sheet and you can start doing that. We also are going to be releasing just a guide about fundraising, generally speaking, like things to be thinking about when you're doing fundraising, but also 105 fundraising ideas. It's one of my favorite things because people shared with us their fundraising ideas and people are so creative Creative. on the amazing things, the number and different varieties of foodstuffs that people will sell, the activities, the ways that people will find. I was impressed. Like one of my favorites that's on this list is like somebody just decided to make up a fake event and sell tickets to it. And it's not even actually a thing. (laughs) Like it's a, you're just buying tickets to a fake of it's like pure profit and i was like i don't know who pitched that idea but i love it right and it, you know all sorts of different ways that you can fundraise and so if you're like okay well i don't even know where i can get started we have 105 ways for you to start on that fundraising journey 
That's fantastic. I, I always love to hear the ones that like are so great about incorporating the young people themselves and the relationships that get built and have some yeah. fun too along the way. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, and <laughs> and certainly, yeah, uh, there are, I mean, fundraising is maybe not always our favorite part mm -hmm. of things, but it is a great opportunity both to get your young people involved yeah. and working together towards a common goal, but it's also a great space for you to be able to, to communicate to your congregation yeah. about what's going to be happening at the gathering and what that experience is going to be like and, it, and an encouragement for you to then come back and share that with your mm -hmm. congregation when you return. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was a lot of information. Right, right. And there's so much more information to come. So yes. you can look forward to this just being the start of the many things that you're going to hear us talk about when it comes to the gathering. But if you have specific places that you want to connect with us, we have a couple of places to do that. One is we have an email list. So if you aren't already going to the website and signing up to get emails, Meredith does an amazing job of communicating all important things through the emails to so making sure that's up to date. Yeah, I mean, we're going to try to probably now things kick in a little bit at the very least once a month, but probably every other week we'll be sending out updates. Right. If you aren't already a part of the Facebook group, mm -hmm. it's LCMS Youth Ministry. Come and join it, and that's a great place for you to ask questions, to run things, and not just about the gathering, but about youth right. ministry in general, mm -hmm. uh, for you to be able to interact with other youth leaders all across the country, and you can certainly ask questions there. We will be around to answer questions there. We do want to say maybe don't send stuff to our personal social media <laughs> accounts because I will forget to check it. Yeah. Then remember those dates for the Zooms. Put those in your calendar uh, times for you to connect with us over the Zooms on those Thursday evenings. And then if you go to the website, you can also find our phone, mm -hmm. our email. You can smoke. We don't do the smoke signals, but yeah, like no. there's other yeah. ways to get a hold of yeah, us. I mean, no, we're, check we're checking all of them often now with the gathering picking up. So you probably, if, if you've been around to gathering before, you know there was one that was specific for registration. That's fine. We're checking that one now every day. And then also we have our standard youth.ministry at lcms.org that we're happy to answer. We're checking those every day. So know that we're looking out for you if you got any questions that we can help with. Yeah. We are excited about the 2025 gathering. If you haven't yet caught that, maybe you haven't listened to this podcast, but if you made it this far, you know how excited we are about, about thinking about endure and how Christ endured for us and to, and to be into Hebrews together and, and really just our chance to see you guys and to, to talk with you about youth ministry and to care for the young people of our synod. Uh, we are thrilled and we hope that you are too. And we are here to help you every step along the way as you prepare to bring your young people. So a couple of closing questions for you to consider. First, who in your youth ministry is eligible to go to the 2025 LCMS Youth Gathering? Who in your congregation would make great adult leaders, supportive adults for your young people? And are you connected to all the places where you can get up-to-date information about the LCMS Youth Gathering? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you prepare your young people and yourself to join us at the 2025 LCMS Youth Gathering in New Orleans. Engels Podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church. Music.